Hey man, welcome back to another episode of the Miseducation of Music. You are here with Jay Trevor as always, but today I got a special guest in the building, man. I got Carlito, man, what up, the what up? rapper, bro. What's, good? What's up, man? How you been? Man, I'm cool and I've been feeling man, things been working out good lately, man. Can't, can't <laughs> That's lie. what's up, man. Hey, we're gonna have to talk about that. And I do like to share my first exposure that I get to people, you know, when I first heard about you and things like that. Uh, when I was doing, I think it was the second season of the podcast, I mm. got one of your tracks sent in for like the submission for an outro track. And oh. it was Zoo. And that oh, was the first okay. track I heard okay. about you, man. So I've been a fan yeah. since, man. I've been following since. It's really dope to see where you've Appreciate gone from that. there. We're going to talk about Chosen. You had Fat Joe okay, on the okay, intro okay. on that joint. You got mm. to rap in front of 85 South, man. You got a whole yeah, bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to dive into this, man. I want to talk about it. But first off, stories. man, how are you doing? Fresh back from Southwest. How's it going? How was the time there as a creator? Man, it's, uh, it's been great so far back. I was missing home for sure. And down, <laughs> down there, it was, a, man, it was a... It was a dope experience. It was different. That was my first time being there. Mm -hmm. I never been there before, and uh, it was a lot of opportunities out there, networking opportunities. I met a lot of big people, big people in uh, certain companies and mm -hmm. in the music industry, and uh, and then I even did a little contest out there that went pretty decent. That's really yeah. cool. I feel like that's definitely at the heart of like what that South by is supposed to mm -hmm. be about. I definitely got to get down there at some point. I even want to go to like the education portions at the beginning where they do oh. like talks about like tech and STEM and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to go for the whole thing one time. I got to do it because it just seems so cool. I mean, like you could really go anywhere and just see somebody who you know could really like either help you out or just give some perspective yep. or even you know just seeing somebody is a is a salute. Yeah. Like just meeting somebody is sometimes like enough to be like, oh, that was some inspiration. That was a, some something you know add to the creative. Tank. Yeah. So that's really dope, man. Now, I when you were out there, you said you did some contests and stuff. Did you do any recording uh, or anything? Any uh, new ideas for tracks, writing some stuff while you were there? Well, no, nah, I didn't do no recording, but I did definitely catch some inspiration. I actually, uh, I just did this King Jesus Jesus uh, challenge. Oh, yeah, man. We're going to make recently. sure you get that on the screen yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually, when I, I guess, being so inspired from the trip and, like, thinking about things, I actually, uh, my manager... While I was at the airport, he had sent me the challenge when I was at the airport about to go back to Chicago. And I started writing at the airport to it instantly, uh, started feeling it. That's when I came up with the line, uh, I'm from Chicago where I get that drip from my cross. And then I started, yeah, I started jotting. Then I wrote some on a flight. My phone died half the flight. So I had to write, I had to, uh, I had to just... Remember, remember what I wrote and just go off that no, and, uh, without the beat. <laughs> and I <laughs> Didn't even came up with some bars. Like, man, yeah. I still got this creativity. Yeah. I got to get this out. Like, man, right. I hope I remember all of this. You're asking right. for napkins and pens and shit. Oh, real. Without, the, <laughs> without the beat, it's a little different. I do, I do that sometimes. But then, uh, then about two hours after the flight, two, three, Two, three hours after the flight, I finished it. So, yeah, I was definitely inspired, I'll say. Because I, I ain't going to lie, I ain't right for uh, a good, decent amount of months until, until the event. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's mm -hmm. so cool to just hear about these aspects. Because, I mean, as somebody who's always wanted to go to South By, like, mm -hmm. I definitely, like, even want to know about those, like, after-the-trip moments where it's like, damn, I got to get some shit out, man. I just saw so much cool stuff. Yeah. Now... I do want to take a step back now. I want to dive into how you got into music, man. How did you become a rapper? Mm. What what made you think you could do all of this? Like, mm. man, what were some of the early things? Like, how did you get into this crap? Well, my uh, my pops, definitely, definitely a, a lot a lot due to him because he'll play, 
He plays. He gave me so much music knowledge growing up, playing mm. every artist from Who's getting played? from uh man, everybody, Master P, okay. Twister, uh, East Coast Biggie, uh, All of No Limit. Okay, we had Jay-Z, every section. Everybody, you know, I'm looking at the map everybody. on that, bro. You was it's all over the country. Man, with for the real, Too Short. Everybody, he played oh, everybody man. for real. Love yeah. some Too Short. Yeah, even though my mom like some of it, some of it be too explicit. It's my like, mom be like, hey, hey, you know, she be like, you know, change that. My dad turned it right back up. I feel like that was like my whole music listening experience as a kid too, where it was like mm-hmm. my mom was like, I would probably rather he not listen to that. Like, but I'm over here rapping every word to Twister, and it's like I think it's impressive, but I can see how my mom is looking at the same to that Twister track, like. Yeah. Like, bro, I didn't know what the hell was going on in the track, but I knew the words. So that's some of the early inspiration. So yeah, how did that form into, you know, Carlito stepping up to a mic for the first time? So I actually was singing at first. I even went to, okay. I took it even kind of serious. I went to choirs and everything. My first time being in Texas, I actually went there, uh, partly was visiting family, but the other part, half the part was me being in a, a big choir they had down there, a children's choir. We had to do a, at the end, the last day of the week, we had to, Sing this whole big thing in front Everybody of the audience and everything. All, yep, all the choirs. Yep, you got the yep, little choir, the big choir. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't know none of the words, too. I hope there ain't no videos out there of me. I was just Man, like, you know the kids with uh, the camera and you just like looking down, mouthing words. <laughs> I took it serious, but I ain't have memorization back then. You feel me? But, but yeah, so yeah, I used to sing. And then my, what Well, when puberty, puberty started kicking in, my voice started getting deeper. And I couldn't really maintain my vocals no more. So I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't have no vocal coaches or yeah, nothing like so that. I didn't have a lot like of money. Somebody so. to kind of guide you through how your right. voice was going to change yep, and you yep, could still control exactly. it during that time. Mm-hmm. Man, so, I never really, hey, I never thought about something like that, man. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, besides that, that was part of the reason. But then, I, uh, man, a real part of the story, story, big part of the story, I heard uh, when Chief Keith was coming out, everybody was uh, going crazy over him and everything. And I heard, Heard one of his songs. I was like, I was like, that seems pretty easy. Like I thought, I was like, this thing like I could do that. I was like, I don't see see too bad. Just the way the lyrics, the drill, the rhymes, yeah, Yeah. the how the the word the word the words he was saying. So then I tried it, remixed it. Everybody in my class was tripping over it. Next thing you know, (laughs) week by week, I started writing more raps in the back of the class and then performing them in front of my class and all that in like eighth grade. Yep. And then uh then I found out I had a talent. It was it wasn't that far from singing because when I used to sing, I never wrote down no lyrics, but I used to freestyle lyrics yeah, all the time. Singing with different melodies Free and singing. Like that. Yeah. So I I guess to transfer to rap, I still had that gift with songwriting and uh and just music, period. And and yeah, you you know how I sound now. So what's <laughs> up, man? Okay, yeah. so you started with this choir, you <laughs> ended up you know going off the Chief Key flow. How'd you then you know kind of round that into your own sound? Like you know, finally you know getting up there to like let me make you know all original. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right after that, that like little remix I did of that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it continuing to do remixes? Or and nothing else was a remix no more. Okay. That's what's crazy. So just one. That's like, yeah. was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I can tell what y'all like. Let me go ahead and put my own spin yeah. on it. Yeah, most of it actually wasn't even the beats. It was okay. just like, it was just like not structured bars all over the place. That's, yeah, this free form, really, to be That's honest. That's what's up. That's what's up. When was the first time you stepped up to a mic? What's the first recorded first song? First time I stepped up to and a what mic. what was your rap name at the time? 
Ha <laughs> ha, nah. Because <come> <laughs> I know it wasn't Carlito. There's no way. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. So when I first stepped to, to a mic was uh, to record with freshman year of high school. That's when I met my manager in the label, SMBJR. That's hey, yep. you giving me some <laughs> history, bro. So I, was I like, didn't even know that. Yup, around the school, yeah, a lot of people don't know this. So Man, y'all go back. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. And around the school, people heard I rap. They was like, hey, you know this one kid, like him and his family with his uh pops got a whole label, and like there's some people in there too that like do music and stuff like that. You should connect with You're him. Like, bro, so I was him. like, <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, I got the I got the talent. All I need is just the resources. Push, you feel me? Yeah. yeah, and like somebody that I don't know the business side. So yeah, I talked to him. We ended up having a class together. Spent to him a few times. Then I, like, auditioned for him, him and his pops. Then, yeah, then a contract came about, and they, they liked me. We went to the studio, and I uh, record this randomly put one of the things I wrote to a beat he had made, because he did a lot. He made beats. He man, shot the videos. He doing, man, for <laughs> real. But uh, what's to call it? So, yeah, so my first name, it changed literally... Uh, like that first day, like when mm-hmm. I got signed, it like, was like it's time to I change. thought about my name. It was going, mm-hmm. it was going to be, uh, it was going to be, it was stupid. C dot breezy. That's what it was going to okay. be. C dot breezy. Yeah, yeah with a dot in it. So right before, like Loki, before signing, like when I linked up with him, mm-hmm. we like thought about it, and I I thought about it, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I like, I don't think that'll work, because I was like, Chris Brown even says see Breezy sometimes, yeah, you feel so me? Yeah, was like, man, I don't so, want to get caught up in that market. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know what, my name, cool enough, Carlito, that's cool, you know, I was exactly. like, and I stay true to myself, so. That's what's Ever up, since, and that's a yeah. great reason for even doing that, too, mm-hmm. man, for keeping the name with it. Now, first time stepping up to the mic, was it nerve-wracking, was the studio, like, nope. I mean, you did this at a younger <laughs> age than most yep. people coming yeah, to the studio. Yeah, that's kind of true. Because, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You're doing this in high school time. Like, people do make it from that Freshman, time. But it's, yeah. it's, and that's, like, a rarity, I'd say. Yeah, Most people key. are home studio at that time. I didn't even think about or, that. you know, getting their first microphone, you know, USB. It but technically was a home studio, though. I ain't I mean, lie. yeah, but, but. It's, I, I guess from, from the context you were spitting it in, it's kind of like you stepped up to the plate, though. Yeah, you had to audition yeah, for somebody yeah, yeah. to actually justify getting into that studio right, time. Yeah. So how was that? Was that nerve-wracking? Was it something where you were like, oh, no, I was supposed to be here? Like whole mm-hmm. time. That's how it was. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like I was supposed to be here. I can't. I don't remember having any nerves before the audition. So I guess I think I I took that approach with that as well. But uh, recording. Nope, I wasn't nervous either. Nope. Okay, no, I was ready to hey, lay it man. down, man. It was like, look, this either gonna work or it's not. It's I me. think I think it's because I I was uh before signing. I was like when I told you I rapped to the back of the class. When I got in high school, I started instantly rapping. Rapping to random people too mm-hmm. in high school and rapping in circles and like, and like yeah, I used to have stage fright actually when I was in like when I was younger singing mm-hmm. sometimes, but as I got older like, like right getting into high school and like eighth grade like I I could rap in front of anybody a and lot I heard of this, it just goes yeah, back. I mean as sure. as you're saying man from all of these things you were doing at such a young age I can see where it's like. You were obviously oh, just yeah. ready for it. You, know? <laughs> like you kind of built yourself up to that point. I've been now, wanting to dope, make it man. since freshman year, yeah, since eighth grade. Now, hey, since bro, eighth grade. Since <laughs> 13, you've been kicking it, man. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what's up, G. Now, that leads us to current time, bro. Like, I always see you with these singles. You're always going crazy with them. I oh, love thanks, to see man. how you all can build Appreciate hype it. around things on the internet, too. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of groups that where everybody is, you know, pushing everybody. Like, I love when I'm, you know, like on Nate's page and he pushing all of the people and all the artists, you know, hard. Like, I love that 
energy. I love to see that, you know, community online. Yeah. Now, how did all of that, like, come about, I guess? Like, how did you get to, you know, the stage of where you are now as an artist? Man, a lot of patience and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of behind the scenes. Like, I was the type of person I was never, I may have a lot of content, but I'm never, like, super eager to, to put it out if it's not ready. You Definitely. feel me? If it's not packaged and everything, I don't want to. I don't want to put it out. You're so not just going to give him whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, nah, yeah. we going to be methodical. Yep. Now, is that from the beginning? Like, you, that's been yep, a plan always, had, like, since y'all linked? Yeah, we made, like, we made so many songs, like, early years of high school that didn't come out until later, or or some some didn't come out around that time, didn't come out at all, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, like, man, we're going to wait. We're going to see if these are hot. Now, that's what's up, because mm-hmm. I noticed, you know, when I go on your Apple Music, you got a lot of single drops and things like that, but no projects. So yep, yep, yep. is there a project in the works? Is there something like that? What's the what's the vibe there? Yeah, basically, I have a, a project just finishing that's out already. Like, the uh, the songs I was dropping month to month, if you're familiar with yeah. the Lido 12 for 12, that's... That's a project, uh, okay. a playlist, like a mixtape. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last song of that was What It Takes. So yep, and that's the most recent yeah, And we dropped that like yeah, like six months ago. So we like, we finna wrap it up as a whole project soon and have a cover come out and like really Man, release that's it. Dope. What kind of led to that that structure to drop? That's not like the normal of what we see, you know? Like yeah, we right? don't see people kind of, you know, parcel that whole project to us, you know? Because I feel mm-hmm. like that can that can almost make it more digestible. You know, I want to put words in your mouth because I want to know why y'all did it. But it's kind of cool because it's like makes it more digestible for the fan base. You got to live with each song. So now when you get them all together, you kind of get the yeah, point. And it's I mean, different, like, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What was the thought process behind doing that? Because that takes a lot of planning. Yeah, I think I think a lot of inspiration for that came from Lito Spit Saturdays. That's when I uh, I did a lot of remixes. Like uh, I did a Big Shot remix. I did a uh, New Freezer remix. Okay. Uh, and then drop some other songs for that little like that little like EP just to keep project. The thing going? Like is that and just like just rapping? Over not to keep it going. Just out? when we uh when we start getting when I start having like five six songs together that wasn't dropped. We was thinking like like what if we we was thinking kind of like a little spit Saturdays because we drop it like in a uh, in a certain pace. It, it, we can build up a, like a, a fan base that way of keeping people anticipated and on yeah. board and doing different things while we dropping them. Because they know what's going to come. Mm-hmm. Like people, people love consistency. They love yeah, coming yeah, back yeah, and going, yeah, yeah. oh, every Saturday? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll be back next week. Like, yep. good, bad, indifferent, I'm going to be back next Saturday mm-hmm. because you got me. Yep, yep. Like, so that's what's up, man. So, and while when we started dropping them, like the first three songs, we didn't even have the, all the 12 finished yet. Okay, so you, so, were, you were creating as you were making, too. Yeah. So some of them might have been tracks you had for a second, but yep. some of them were still... Oh, Only, man. like, two of them. I feel like that gives <laughs> you... I feel like that kind of gives you so much creative control over whatever the project ends up being once you get yeah. to the 12. Because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we were sitting on that for six months, and we dropped that as number seven, but yep. number nine, we did that night. Yup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, like, water. Water, we, uh... Yeah, we literally, like... <laughs> We literally recorded water like a couple days before it dropped. Man, you no, know, you're if you ever heard that's that song. What's yeah. up. So you get to really play around with this. Hey, that's so dope. <laughs> dude. That's so cool. I think this is one of the the coolest, you know, drop methods I've I've heard of. You know, oh, to yeah. hear about that getting packaged in that way, kind of putting the cover on it and just wrapping it up once you get to where you feel you're finished. Mm-hmm. That's that's dope as hell. Now, this is a question I ask everybody who comes on the show, man. I gotta ask you this question because I get so many different answers. 
what do you do to keep up with your creativity to foster it, you know, kind of take care of it? You know, as a creative, a lot of people, you know, we hit slumps, things like that, or it's like, oh, I can't create today because, you know, I've hit this wall. What do you do to, you know, take care of your creativity in a moment where, you know, it might hit the wall or it's like, damn, I didn't made all of this shit. I don't got no more in me or anything like that. What's the recharge for you? What gets Man, that up? That's a real good question. A super good question. <laughs> and for me, it's going to be a pretty complicated answer, too. Cause Hey, man, we like complicated <laughs> answers, man. I bet. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, in the past, when I had writer's block, it was a, the uh, the last one before. A recent one I had was probably like, Six years ago, like six, seven years ago, a minute ago. And then how I moved past that, I start figuring out after I got over it, I start figuring out that that I have to stop, like I have to stop tripping or overthinking. Like the the music comes from me, the the me and God, but the lit and but the talent and the lyrics is me. Like I I be overthinking it, thinking like, oh, what if the can't do it, you know, you the next song good or this song. Mm-hmm. But I have to really just let it flow because I'm the source. That's what I have to remember. Like, Damn. like I'm the source. Okay. You feel me? That's like, nice. so that helped me a lot. But uh, the pandemic, that's what my recent writer's block oh, was. Man. The pandemic had. That would hit us all, Struck man. something that different. Was... So it really, it really started messing with my motivation. Mm-hmm. With like, like, with how I'm going how I'm going to make it now, you feel me? It really started, it it's really like started dawning on me. Like, like, damn, yeah. like, bro, I only performed, like, uh, now since Texas and Revolt, like, four, five times since the pandemic started. Damn. And before, before the pandemic started, this Wild, is just an bro. example, in 2019, all the time, bro. In 2019, just in that part that, you know, wasn't the uh, pandemic, I probably performed, like, 20 times. Man, and see, that's what, man, like that's what I was seeing y'all doing something all the time. Yep. And that's why I was like, the pandemic really did hit everybody. I couldn't go to so, the studio, too. I, that, I didn't yeah, go I to the studio to say, until, you, like, you go to a studio. year after Damn. the pandemic started. I couldn't Damn, even record. Man. So, like, it, it really messed with my motivation. I'm like, dang, like, like I wrote a song, and I'm like, dang, I can't even record it. Like, I... Start on the next one, but like, dang, I can't even record record my last song. I man, can't, I can't perform it. I yeah. can't perform it. Like, damn, all the people that made it already, they they good. They really finna sit on their streams now. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, like that's all people gonna be doing. But I have to, I have to get up to that level where you know my streams is up there and people can. I don't have to do tours all the time for people to hear about me and stuff like that. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Now, what so. got you out of that? To help, like, what? How'd you help your creativity <laughs> out of that uh, pandemic mindset? I'll say. So it's crazy. It's uh, it's a story I just told you when uh, with the inspiration I got from Texas and the thinking I did Definitely. in Texas. I literally, really, just recently got That's, out of hey, it. Hey man, <laughs> hey, congratulations Thanks, for getting man. out of that, man. Thanks, man. So see, I'm man. You you had to get around that inspiration. You get yeah. around that inspiration, and I mean, you said it yourself. You're the source. Right, right. Getting back to that piece of it. That so helped me too. Recharge yourself. Yep, yep. It's gonna flow out. Yep, and that's and then another tip I'll put out there too is uh, what also helped me besides the inspiration from the Austin trip and stuff going on. I uh, I also figured out that I think I was thinking too much about me getting getting more established and mm. and, and certified and stuff. We're not we're yeah not not on the, and not thinking more about the this the music and the passion of music and how much fun I had you know I have doing that so 
yeah, I started thinking about that. And then my manager sent me that King Jesus challenge. And then she was like, man, I'm back <laughs> now. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there anything for else sure. you want to leave them with before we get out of here? What you got up next? You got any new tracks coming? I know we got the 12 pack with the with the uh, with all the tracks on it. So yep, yep. We, we got to look forward to that. Anything else we dropping? Man, I got I got some other stuff on my sleeve, too. Y'all got to stay tuned. I got some stuff coming around the corner. Y'all. Stay, you know, stay up on that. Hey, what's up, man? So every episode we use an outro track from the artist. What track you want to leave him with today, man? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's do What It Takes. For what sure. It Takes, man. Hey, that's his new track. Go check that one out, man. And make sure you're peeping the podcast. All of Carlito's information is going to be in the description so you all can go follow him and check out that new music video. I'll tag it on the screen somewhere. It's already on there if you can find it. But hey, man, thank you all for tuning in to the Miseducation of Music. Thank you, Carlito, for coming on, man. We out. Since I tend to rave in the NEV, I ain't never scary. Hang with some times, I don't know no Jerry's. We've been around here before. We ain't got a tiptoe. You ain't Ross, me, bro. 